Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You have now arrived at Stadium and Gale. Boys and girls, ladies and gents, welcome to another episode of Stadium Miguel. It's your favorite Uncle Silk. It's your Stanley Cup chinning, champion winning, Dan. <laughs> and just Nick, uh, happy, happy, the, happy the hockey playoffs are over. Chinning Dan, how you doing today, man? <laughs> I, I, st- I stuttered over that, but man, what man. a uh, what a last couple weeks, boys. I thought I was going to see you in the uh, in the river with the boat, man. What happened? That's close. I was I was right next to the river. Um, you guys know me and boats. It probably wasn't the best idea to take a boat out uh, in the, uh, the the galley of boats that was out there, the like Armada, the driver, if though, you bro. will. But uh, but what a what a day here in Tampa! What a what a week it's been since last Wednesday when we won. I was out till gosh, probably two forty five in the morning on Wednesday. It's been like, like a nothing, month nothing. bender for you, bro. It has. No, it, it, we were just talking about that. Like the hockey playoffs last six months, and then there's like a one month off season, and then it starts again. Hockey yeah. playoffs are just they, they just don't end. Well, Nick, this is the, the the second time in nine months our Tampa Bay Lightning have won a Stanley Cup. So it's been it, it seems never ending, but that's also because the Lightning obviously last until the very last team that's left. So how is it like me and you? Cause I know he's a Panther fan, right? <laughs> there is no yeah, hockey I, team. I've, that I'm a fan I think, I think <laughs> Nick and I were chatting before. I think I've convinced him to become a lightning fan. He's, oh, okay. he's taken all of the hockey words off of mute. He's ready to, to raise this uh, Stanley cup with us for uh year three next year. No, I right. add I, whenever, whenever a hockey word navigates my mutes, uh, it just gets added to the list. So the list is ever growing. That's why I chose words like "let's get this bread" and things of that nature to make sure that Nick continuously saw it instead of uh, being able to mute it. Hey, real quick, Nick, you got to choose one: um, soccer or hockey? Because I, I soccer. both. Soccer. Soccer. I'm, I'm, I'm about I'm about kickball. Uh, I follow you on Twitter too. I know it's kickball. I'm I'm about it. The Euro was electric. Um, right. Thought the uh, my my buddy he was uh my buddy was adopted by British parents, so he's real big into it, real big into England. He was. They do like this dance. Over there. Hold on, Nick. Nick, how bad was last week for England? Yeah, you have July fourth on Monday, and then they lose the next Sunday. I mean, come on. Is England the only country in the world without an Independence Day? Like everyone's Independence Day is like celebrating being Le- liberated England. from England's control. <laughs> I think England's the only. Like, does England have? If anyone's, if we're reaching any any listeners in Manchester, do you guys have an Independence Day? They just laugh at everybody else's Independence Day. That's they celebrate. Every, every Independence Day is celebrating like independence from England. Yeah, I get it. Not a great, not a, not not a banner week for uh for the nation uh last week, especially losing in in PKs. As a hockey guy, do you hate like if it, if it, if it does? Would the Stanley Cup go down to P, uh, shootout? 
No. So in the playoffs, so during the regular season, you have, you know, you have a game, you have 60 minutes. And then if it's, if it's still tied, you go into five minutes of overtime, three on three. And then if it's still tied, then you'll go to P or uh, to a shootout. Um, but once they get to the playoffs, they just continuously play um, overtimes. And it's like uh, the same thing as like a golden goal, it's a golden goal yeah. you know, it's sudden death. Um, but you will never see a playoff game uh, decided by, um, by a shootout, yeah, which is, sure. I think, the way to do it when a game that matters. As a casual fan, um, you know, like Neil Blackman, we've had him on. Um, he's a huge soccer guy. He hates it. Any soccer people hate PKs. As someone who had no dog in the fight, it's the Euro final, England, Italy. It goes down to P- like in the second extra time. I'm sitting there. I'm like, nobody score. Please, nobody score. Give me some PKs to decide this thing. But I couldn't imagine, you know, if it's like – the Olympics or the world, not even the Olympics, USA didn't even qualify. The men didn't, the, the women will probably win gold, but the men didn't. Um, to me, loved it. Electric, uh, excruciating to miss three out of five for England. So yeah, not a great week. Uh, not a, not a great, great week for the lads across the pond. Mm. Oh. Very, very nice. You catch, well, you catch that lingo there. So the lads across the pond. Yeah, you gotta work on the accent, though, my man. Nick, Nick is Nick is cultured, man. I'll tell you what. I'm nothing if I'm not cultured. Yeah, Nick is nothing, but uh, <laughs> he certainly does know his uh, his British slang. So, did you guys have a good weekend? Other than celebrating yourselves, the Lightning winning the uh, Stanley Cup. I had a great weekend. I'm not gonna lie, man. It was quite festive. My weekends are always surprising. Um, I never know what to expect. I was expecting a whole lot of work, but. Ran to some random African museum festival out of the blue on a Saturday. It turned out to be like the most cultured thing I've ever been to in my entire life as far as art, dance, and everything, man. So shout out to the culture, like Nick was saying, man. But that was my Saturday. Sunday, I slept all day. Yeah, you just, there was too much culture on Saturday. You had to rest on Sunday and really let it sink in. Yeah, because I was also unloading like a, a, a boatload of furniture. Yeah, going, going saw, into the studio. Saw, so a light up dance floor and all that. You ready for yeah. me to, uh, to cut a rug in a couple weeks? I was thinking about you when I got the light up. I said Dan probably could break dance on this or something. I think he's gonna really get in his bag for this this one here. Yeah, I'll either break dance or break the floor. It's gonna be one or the other. <laughs> <laughs> one or the other. Well, you dropped some big real quick. Real quick, Dan, have you found a suit, man? You've been talking about uh, your suit game. Have you found a suit? So I, I need you to worry about other things in the Cush house. I need you to worry about a lot of other things in your life. Me saying, dressing up now, dapper I, is not one of those things that you need to worry about. I'm just giving you some advice. If you waited to this point, now you got to go like J.C. Penny to get a suit if you waited this long. No, sir. Dan strikes me as someone who has a tiller on call. I do. I have two tailors on call, Nick. Two? Oh, I, I have never a, mind. You might need both of them. This is I'm coming I, with it, Dan. I, I have uh, a guy in Hong Kong named Andy. Hong I don't Kong. believe that's his real name, but his name is Andy. <laughs> and then I have a guy here in the in the states named James. Um, they both provide different uh, different products for me, but uh, both provide excellent uh, outerwear. So, where's the Hong Kong gentleman's name again? Andy. Nice. Nice. Yeah. So if you need his name, he comes to America three times a year. Uh, and then he ships his stuff from Hong Kong. Uh, it's always yeah, wild because anybody from Hong Kong named it, it is it's it's crazy. So when he when he comes and he like runs your credit card, it's wrong in uh, the Hong Kong currency, right? 
Right. So he'll like ring it up and let's just say it's like, I don't know, the $2,000, right? right, right It'll right. show up on your credit card is like 19,000, whatever their currency is. You're oh. like, wait, Andy, time out here for a second. Well, what's going on here? And then you're like, oh, okay. He's like the, you know, the, the, the currency transaction rate or, or whatever is, is going to be this. I'm like, okay, we're good. One, so uh, don't, don't, don't fret silk. I will be showing up uh, dressed to the nines. Okay. One Hong Kong dollar Beautiful. is 13 United States cents. Perfect. That's, That's your conversion rate. Thank you. My man. guy has a, a tailor with a pseudonym. You've, you've got, your guy's got a fake name. Yeah, he does. His name is Andy. Be more than happy to shout him out on How the did you meet Andy uh, through a friend. Um, what Andy? I want to meet Andy now. Andy, so, I'm sorry, the only thing guy. Andy's selling silk suits. He's, yeah. suits are the only, that's not the only <laughs> thing he's got in stock. So, if Listen, anybody wants to reach out to Andy, he'll be in the states here soon. Um, you can reach out to him at stitchup at netvigator.com. Netvigator.com. So, stitchup at netvigator.com. Is that Andy from Hong Kong? No, he's not, but I should get him to be a sponsor. Let's see that suit first. I'm gonna decide. You've already seen. You've already seen some of them. Oh, That's the thing. Yeah. How many suits? Finney. How many suits do you have, Dan? As someone who uh, is it works in the professional world, how many suits are in the closet? Um, I probably have question. probably have twelve suits. Probably have an additional eight or nine sport coats on top of that. I think I have three suits. That's good. I got, I got black, blue, and gray. Perfect. I got I got three suits and I got I think six jackets right now. That can fit. I got more, but I, I just gave away a bunch of stuff. I lost a lot of weight. So you know, I'll be honest. Yeah, I know you. you and Harlem are gonna be sharing suits soon. The, the way yeah, your weight don't even have hats that fit anymore. And by the time he's in sixth grade, we we'll probably be the same size. <laughs> he's gonna be the most dapper kid at that middle school dance. Stop wearing like twenty eight regular suits now. No, I really <laughs> am, though. That's crazy. So I was at the men's store the other day. And I got into the next to smallest size that they had in the store. Dude, that's nuts. I was like a little like embarrassed because he put like one size on. He's like, bro, I think you go like two size smaller. I was like, man, let's do it. And I got into like the smallest suit ever. It looked. I like. I'm tell you one thing about being slim. Suits look fire on you. They sure do. As a guy that's a slightly chubby, I, I need to I get it. And, you know, I'll, yeah, I'll never look at that bro. As, a, as a skinny guy. What? <laughs> Andy, Andy can fix, fix that, bro. Andy, can, Andy cannot fix the fact that I have bad eating and drinking habits. No, sir. Shout out to Andy. Shout out to Andy from Hong Kong. <laughs> All right, boys, let's get into the show a little bit. Uh, Off the rails. I know. Ten minutes, ten, ten minutes in. Um, Let's give a shout out to our friend Lee Friedland of the law firm of Friedland and Associates. So if you have any issues with auto accidents, medical malpractice, nursing home cases, criminal matters, or personal injury cases in every jurisdiction within the state of Florida, give him a call at 1-800-95-INJURED or yourfighthourbattle.com. Again, 1-800-95-INJURED, yourfighthourbattle.com. All right, Nick, it's your time to shine, my friend. Last couple of days have been uh, the first couple rounds of the Major League Baseball draft. This year, it's 20 total rounds. Uh, Nick, break down which Gators have been drafted, which Gators prospects have been drafted. Give us the oversight, uh, you know, coupling with our, our talk with Hector last week. Who's going to probably leave campus? Who may make it to campus? And um, just give us the 411. 
Uh, yeah, 11 guys between players who are on the roster and recruits, 11 guys taken already. Um, Florida had three signees taken in the first 30 picks. So that's, you know, 10% of the first 30 picks were guys that were committed to play to Florida. Um, and you'll never see them in orange and blue. Uh, Andrew Painter, right, right down the road from, from where you are, Dan, went to Calvary Christian, uh, 13th overall pick to the Phillies. The sl- I'll go through slot value and explain it after, but his slot value. Calvary four- Christian down in South Florida. Yeah. Shout out to them. Shout out to the Sorry. Eagles, I believe. I, I don't know. You could be right. Um, he uh, the slot value for him was picked is four point one nine million dollars. Uh, Twenty sixth overall, Chase Petty. This is a kid from New Jersey. He's been clocked up to one hundred and two miles an hour. He was taken by the Twins. Slot value there is two point six five million. And then thirtieth overall, Jay Allen. He's a guy, three way player, uh, three sport player in high school. Played basketball, baseball, and football. Um, mm. Had some D one offers to play football. Um, is not going to ever see college or uh, not in the immediate future. Reds took him 30th, 2.365 slotted for him. And then Judd Fabian, first player from the team that was taken 40th overall by Red Sox. He's uh, probably signed for over, I would say he'd signed for north of 2 million. Um, A A bit lower than you thought, right? Yeah, I thought I thought Judd would uh, be a first round guy. So the way it goes is there's 30 teams. So the first 30 picks are first round. Then there's a compensation. If you lose guys in free agent, you, you get a compensation pick. Um, so Judd um, goes in the 40th, which was just inside of the second round, right after the compensation round. Um, and then Tommy Mace would be the next off board. The Indians loved them some Gators. The Indians have taken uh, three from the team and a signee. Uh, including the next guy that was taken, Jake Fox. He's from Lakeland. I thought he was a guy that would get to campus, um, but if he's being taken 95th overall, I think that's him telling a team I'm going to sign if we're anywhere near that slot value, which is 610,000. Uh, Nathan Hickey next to the Red Sox, so he'll join Judd Fabian in that organization, slotted it at 410,000. Real quick, what's a good or bad number to be like, yo, I'm out? So it all depends. It all depends. Um, every year, each team gets a certain amount of money that they can spend on their first 10 picks. And you can go over that number, but then you get taxed. Um, you pay 75% tax on anything you're going over. Um, so teams try to stay under that. But let's say the Pirates, who had the first overall pick, uh, they have 14394000 So um, for a guy like like Nathan Hickey, he has two years of eligibility left. He can come back. So that gives him leverage in negotiations, which makes you think he'll be close to what he slotted at at 410,000. Um, now that's, that's a signing bonus. So like you, you're not getting paid a lot. Some guys in the minors get paid, you know, you might get $5,000 for the season and that's, you know, you're living on a thousand dollars a month, maybe. Um, and then living off your signing bonus. So it depends different guys in different situations. Um, there's guys that get signed, you know, 16 years old from the Dominican, from Venezuela, um, and they're coming over and they've never been in America before, and they sign for, you know, $100,000, and, and that's a three-year deal. So you're making, you know, or a six-year deal, I guess. And you're trying to make 100000 spread over, you know, the course of your contract. Um, so it's, it's different guys, different situations. Um, but, yeah, like uh, those guys in the, in the beginning, you know, that first-round money, that you know, you're telling a 17 year old, 18 year old kid, 
hey, we want you to come play. We're going to offer you $3.8 million. And when you're slotted for 4.1, you're like, hey, what's another 300000 400, four, you know, $4 million to go be a professional baseball player. You take that money and run. Um, and then those contracts too, for the guys like Painter, Petty and Allen, um, your first year, I think your first deal is five or six years. And in that, in that contract, we'll say, if you're not with the club within five or six years, we will pay for your tuition for an in-state college. So like if Jay mm-hmm. Allen, something happens, he gets injured and he can never play baseball again within the first three years. Um, the Reds will pay for his school. Um, so that's another incentive for somebody in high school to go professional right, right out of the gate. That's, um, that's yeah, great. I got I no four, more, four, four more guys. Christian Scott, drafted by the Mets, 386,000. Jacob Young, drafted by the Nationals, 225,000. Jack Lefwich to the Indians, 203,000. And then Franco Aleman, uh, 306th overall to the Indians. So that's a, a good number of Gators represented in the draft. It has kept me busy the last two days. And um, I think the first 10 rounds are now done officially. And um, I think everyone right now, I would say, except for Alamon will sign. So mm-hmm. you're looking at four guys from the, from the sign class. And then you're looking at Fabian Mace, Hickey, Christian Scott, Jacob Young, and Jack Leftwich. That'll probably not be with the team. Um, so the Gators get hit, but I mean that's kind of why you have to recruit as, as well as Kevin O'Sullivan and his staff do, is because you're always going to have this kind of turnover. Um, they did get one piece of good news today. Uh, Renee Lastress, who is a catcher for Calvary Christian, um, announced that he's pulling his name out of the draft and he's going to come to school. He's a guy who I think would have been drafted had he not come out today and said, um, you know, I'm not signing. Don't take me. But so, the Gators do lead with, with seven with the seven guys from the team. The Gators do lead all schools um, in terms of, of guys drafted. Um, can't imagine how they didn't win a game <laughs> in their own regional with, with uh, seven draft picks. And it's my understanding the Gators, even if they lose the players that signed uh, with teams, still have the most number of top, what, 150 or 200 prospects in, in the country from this recruiting class? I saw. Yeah, yeah. The, the recruiting class was number one in the country. So even with, um, even if you take out the three guys who were drafted on the first night, Painter, Petty, and Allen, um, they still have the most uh, top 150 kids signed. Um, and that's Baseball America's top 150. Hmm. And then is it going to be 20 rounds from here on out or is it going to slowly move back to the 50 it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting to see because like, you know, I had people telling me today, I was like, Oh, the Red Sox drafted uh, Will Dalton. And someone's like, yeah, they drafted Felipe Franks too. And I'm like, yeah, well, that's when you have 50 rounds, guys who haven't played baseball since high school would get drafted because a team will say like, Hey, what's, I mean, if you're drafting the 40th round, they throw you $15,000 as a signing bonus. And if you come, you know, if you come to camp, sure, great. If not, hey, that we don't, we aren't spending fifteen thousand dollars. So you get stuff like that. Um, like Florida Gator legend Jeff Driscoll, who's drafted. Yeah, Jeff Driscoll, Johnny Manziel was drafted. Like it happens, it happens a bunch. Um, it'll be interesting to see because a lot of a lot of minor league teams have been taken out. Um, so there's less clubs for you know to fill. Um, I think twenty is probably not enough rounds, but you know not many more than that maybe like 30 35 rounds 
I'll say it's a shame to the creativity of America. I've always said that minor league baseball teams have the best names in all of sports. Shout out to the Mission City Trash Pandas and to the Savannah Bananas. The Savannah Bananas, I think they're, I don't know if they're affiliated. I think they're not affiliated, but the Savannah Bananas are one of the best run um, teams in terms of promotions and, and things like that. You have, uh, they get really creative to try to sell tickets there. You have like uh, Star Wars Nights. I think there's a team called the Tacos. Um, there's Chihuahuas. There's a lot of fun names in, uh, in minor league baseball. Yeah. Put in our comments who your favorite minor league baseball team is. Silk, I'm sure yours is the Port St. Lucie Cardinals. No, 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 no. I got a team oh. right here next to me, man. Um, I don't know. What, I guess they're the West Palm Beach Astros or something. I don't know what it is. Whoever plays <laughs> right here to the minor league park next well, to me. They used to be the Jupiter team. Hammerheads, right? No, well, it's one. It's a park like like, hmm. like third of a mile from my house, right? We could walk to it. Palm Beach. Astros and um, who else plays out of there? Nationals. The Nationals, the Nationals, Astros, and Marlins play in the Palm Beaches. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's all spring, that's all spring training. Oh, oh, it's spring training. training. It's it's that's spring training. I thought you, I thought you had a minor league baseball team. Oh no, I mean minor leagues. Whoever Tim Tebow played for in Port St. Lucie is my team. Oh, the Nats. Yeah. There you go. The Mets. Nats. I think the Port St. Lucie are like the Nat. No, maybe they are the Port St. Lucie Mets. There's a Nat though. All right, we're spending too much time on um, minor league baseball. Minor league baseball? Yeah. The Savannah Sand Bats. Is that who you're thinking of, Nick? That's who I'm thinking of. Yeah, yeah. So the Savannah Bananas are like a summer team. Oh, okay. So you have the Savannah Sand Bats. I might just move to Savannah just to watch uh, crappy baseball. Or it's beautiful. Or I can move back down to South Florida and watch the Bulls play. All right, uh, Nick, any more baseball news for us? Um, No, once you get after these 10 rounds um, – you're you're going to get a lot of guys that you know. Florida will have more uh, signees drafted, but I think once you get out of the ten rounds, the the first ten, um, most of those guys will bet on themselves go to campus. So like right now, you know, any, any guy, all the four guys: Jake Fox, Jay Allen, Chase Petty, Andrew Painter, hardly knew you. Not going to get to campus, but I think all the other guys. So um, Florida should probably be able to hold on to that number one recruiting class and. Uh, It'll be interesting. They should, they should have another really good team next year. you got to find probably a, a third starter on the weekend and, and find a replacement in center field for Judd Fabian. Um, but got, got a lot of talent coming back. That's good. Hopefully this year or next year they live up to their billing. Yeah, um, because right now your, um, the, the stature that you have on our show in terms of giving baseball future prospectuses mm-hmm. as well. Yeah, if I were uh, if I were a stockbroker, you would not be coming to me for your futures. That's that is correct. That is correct. But well, give me give me a summer to get the lies ready. I'll have some late fall, early spring for you. You lie about baseball like I lie about football. Late speaking fall, of, early spring. Speaking of lying about football, let's get into football real quick. Um, I, I'd be curious to hear what you, you guys have to think. Um, Heather Dinich from ESPN and Phil Phil Steele, pardon me. Uh, both big names in the college football world, both did not include the Florida Gators in their preseason top 25. Your thoughts? I just I don't know who hired these people. Is my thoughts? How did yeah, they get Phil paid? Phil this? probably hired himself. Well, just, well, Phil probably need to fire himself. <laughs> <laughs> That's my take. 
What did he, 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 he There's no way we shouldn't be in. It's, got a, it's an oversight, like all together, right? There's no yeah. way we don't make the top twenty-five. Just look at the list. Yeah, what's that? I, I'm looking for is uh, on his timeline. You have the list pulled up, Dan? Um, I don't. Um, oh, this is a real professional here, man. As always, I mean, you you, you bring it up. You bring up <laughs> as always, I was I not prepared to have the, the, the top twenty-five in front of you. You uh, you did that, <laughs> so. Um, Let's see. You uh, didn't okay. want to say that that we didn't make it. He was like, forget it. I'm out. All right. So <laughs> Phil Still also picked <laughs> the University of Oklahoma to win the national championship. All right. Let's see. Nick, I'm pulling it up for you. Pause. That's right, uh, the expensive Rattler stocks there is what he's doing. Yeah. I mean, everybody's buying that hype right now, right? Mm -hmm. You know it's who is? Raising Canes is buying right it. Raising Canes is actually buying it. What they give him? That's his. Uh, that was his. It's that was his uh, first endorsement deal after the uh, name image likeness. Raising Cane. Twenty five to money. one. Do you want? Well, right. I want to. So I've got so, it pulled up. Fine. So what I want to do is, we don't need to go all the way down to twenty five. I, I want to see where we would slot Florida in his top twenty five because I think they're in there. I think Florida's a preseason top twenty five oh, yeah. team. But but who are you kicking right. out and, and where are you top sliding 15. into that list? Top 15. So, okay, perfect. I love that idea. So do you want me to start at the top and say that I don't think that Florida is better than this team? Or do you want me to start at the bottom and say that Florida is better than this team and see where we stop? Either way, I got time. Let's go. It's a podcast. All right, <laughs> fine. So we, we're going to start from the bottom because that's the way that this 247 Sports wrote this article. So number 25, like Phil Steele guy. has the TCU Horn Frogs. It's easier that way. TCU Horn Frogs, 25. Being Florida's better <laughs> or worse? This could be a really short segment. That's, yeah. the, that's, the, that's the Horn Frog. That's what they do. That's, a, that's the Horn Frog hand signal yeah. right there. Nick, this, is the, this is an audio visual. It's, we're on YouTube now, Dan. We're video. on YouTube. Okay. All right, so do you think Florida's better? Yeah, we'll put, we'll put Florida, we'll slot Florida in at 25 there. Okay. For sure. All right, Coastal Carolina. We'll slot them nope. ahead of Coastal Carolina. I, I think that Coastal Carolina is very much a flash in the pan from last season. The Iowa Hawkeyes. I don't give. I don't care if they're not a flash in the pan. They're not better than us. Well, yeah. Um, well, I still don't think that they're going to end the year in the top twenty-five. I think that we just got hyped about them. Who's it? This is Phil Stills. Yeah. Well, to, to be to be fair to Phil, he did come in and and say, you know, it was an oversight. I just was high. Nick. It doesn't matter. <laughs> just get the pitchforks. All right, so 23 Iowa, Florida better or worse? Better. I say better. Yeah, I mean, come on now. I was a, I was a sneaky team. Right, like Mich Michigan always finds a way to lose a stupid game. Like they'll lose to Iowa. Iowa will beat like a, a Michigan State or a Northwestern when, when someone's ranked, but they're just like a perennial eight and four. That's it. They're a perennial eight and four. Um, I think Florida's better than Louisiana, ranked at 22. I think that they're probably better than Arizona State at 21. Uh, and Texas is at 20. I feel like they're very, very unknown still. Uh, they've got a good running back, but outside of that, I think that there's a lot of still speculation, more so than there should be at Florida, about Texas's uh, ability to to put things together. Your thoughts? I, I don't even know who's going to start for Texas with uh, at quarterback. We're in Texas. Keep this thing moving. All right, so 19 moving. is yeah, Oregon. Yeah, Oregon. Yeah, Mark Me Down is better than Oregon as well. 18, the Indiana Hoosiers. Yeah, yeah, keep scrolling. The LSU Tigers at 17. Yep, yep, keep scrolling. 
How, how, yeah, what, what's what's the thought process there? Yeah, yeah, well, any of this. Keep scrolling, though. So um, Phil, Phil was just off the bone. He says that Miami at 16. Oh, yeah, keep scrolling, baby. Yeah. How's, Miami, how's Miami getting like like dark horse playoff vibes? I've, I've he heard I've read because Derek King is going to be a hot stop. Utah, Utah Utes. Miami will have its best team ever under Manny Diaz. The Utah Utes at 15. Penn State at 14. Mark me down. USC. Where are we here? Mark me down for Miami not being able to get at the passer at all as well. I think they, they lost a lot with um in the trenches. The defense tackles have been weak for a long time. Nesta ain't nothing. They're not, they're not about to do a whole lot. That wide receiver room is mid. Those guys can't separate. That team is going nowhere fast. But whoever made this list is on booger sugar. I can see it. Um, <laughs> North Carolina Tar Heels coming at uh, well, Big uh, sugar. USD at 13, 12 UNC Tar Heels, and then 11 Tar Heels. The Wisconsin Badgers. Yeah, keep going. All right. See, I'd probably, I'd probably put Florida in that mix with like Wisconsin, UNC. No, keep UNC going. Let me see. Guy. I gotta keep seeing. No, who? The Cincinnati. Yeah, keep Cincinnati Bearcats. I think Cincinnati's gonna have a fall off. They lost uh, Marcus Freeman. When you guys um, playing? Is keep scrolling, bro. All right. Washington. Keep scrolling. Washington Huskies, number nine. Number Silk eight. is so close to his screen. His head's like high. Cyclones. Keep scrolling. The Notre Dame Fighting Irish at seven. Okay, getting a little testy. I, I'll start like, okay, this is probably what we probably had around here. Keep going, though. All right, um, so, so they Florida still potentially seven, eight. Texas A&M Aggies, six. I can see that. I don't know who their quarterback is, but keep going. The Georgia Bulldogs at five. Yeah, we're about seven. I give us about right. seven. Yeah, seven. I like eight. that. I'll, I'll mind that. Nick, your thoughts? I think we're better than Georgia well this year, but I get the hype. Yeah. And then the Clemson, Ohio State. I mean, Alabama, we're, we're in a different, we're in a different Oklahoma, category right here. Number one. Yeah, yeah, it got, it got a little, it got a little, you know, upper, upper <laughs> echelon ish. Yeah. I, I, I don't, I don't like Oklahoma at one. I don't like Oklahoma no. number one either. I don't no, like you. Them. We we quickly became the uh, the teenager at Thanksgiving who thought he was sitting at the adult table, and then you saw the adult table, and you're like, oh yeah, there's not a chair there. I guess I'm back back at the other table. Oh, um, I I'd probably it. put Florida sliding in that. Between seven and eleven. I mean seven 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 to eight, man. I ain't going. <laughs> I so close Florida at seven and a half. Yeah, <laughs> seven play, and like, like I like I'm I'm down to have an argument with Notre Dame at around seven, man. At at the worst eight for this preseason, what I think we got coming back. Um Dan Mullen, what what we know he gonna bring as a as a as a play call is what he's done in this league. Like I don't see how some of these teams are ranked ahead of us. That's well, this is not all. This, and our schedule is favorable. It's not an all SEC schedule this year. No, it's not I, a favorable schedule. You get LSU and Alabama from the West. Bro, LSU is buns. Like, but you get LSU, 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 LSU was big buns last year and came now, in and, and beat say, Florida in okay. Florida, at Florida. Yeah, I mean it was a foggy night and a shoe toss on a weird season. I get it. Like that, that game is always weird. But I'll take an Ed O coach LSU every day of every year. That, I don't, I'm not scared of him without that. I mean, he had the offense with your boy, but he went pro after that, man. That, that stuff is food out there. Yeah. I propose I like, a stadium I like this and Gale New Orleans trip for uh, for that LSU game. I've got to be well, – I, I fly into New Orleans, enjoy myself on Bourbon Street for a couple days, and then I drive oh. up and, uh, and go to Baton Rouge for the game. Let's make that happen. That sounds like a, a thing. Sounds like some shenanigans. Yeah, I like Florida somewhere between uh, – <laughs> Probably number eight. Um, yeah. 
push Utah or Ohio State or Iowa State, pardon me, I can read, uh, push Iowa State back, put Florida there. Um, I don't, I think that Notre Dame has historically always overrated, but whatever. I don't know enough about them to, to tell them one they way. They get to play Florida State week one, so. Oh, so it's, it's going to be, be fun. Like one and nothing. You yeah. guys see Irma well, they, beat Florida, they beat Florida State like <laughs> 70 to zip. They might be up to like number one. What did, uh, what did Irma, Irma Lane said that he thinks that Florida State's going to start 7 and 0. And I said, Stop fumbling around your mic, bro. It sounds nuts on this. End of sorry, it. my apologies. So um, <laughs> he said that uh, Florida State's going to start 7 and 0. And I said, then I see Notre Dame scoring 50 straight. Well, I mean, that's what the FSU education gets you right there, bro. <laughs> well, I mean, FSU's catching an L week one uh, versus Notre Dame, and Alabama is just. The appetizer, or Miami's the the appetizer to Alabama to start their season. Hmm. That's that, that's gonna demoralize their entire fan base, bro. <clears throat> Remember, I saw a couple years on ago Twitter being like, we don't, "We're not scared of anyone down here in Dade." And I'm like, "Well, you're about to learn." I tell you what, I'm looking forward to a great week one on Same Energy Sunday. How the both of those programs get the doors blown off. It's gonna be a fun week on Twitter. Who we have week one? We have FAU, the Fighting FAU, Willie Taggart. The Willie Taggart back in Gainesville. <laughs> it's uh, I, I think the roll-up is, is going to be just you talking for an hour after week one. Man, that's what it's usually is when I'm on the show anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of which, uh, the Gators, uh, in, in one of the articles that I read, the Gators are 108th. Um, in returning offensive talent in the FBS uh, this upcoming season in terms of total yards, et cetera. Uh, 55% of their production overall as a team is going to return, 41% on offense and 70% on defense. With that being said, uh, who are some names that you guys think is going to step up and uh, and replace some of that uh, lost production? I mean, we, I feel like, we, I feel like I've, I've learned – to, to, to be better than this because when each year it just seems like somebody steps up. Cause when you're talking about that lost production, now it's um, Grimes, Tony Pitts. I don't know if there's, there's no way to replace Pitts with just one person. That's a, you know, you got to get a group of people to replace Kyle Pitts, but every year you've, you've found somebody that has been able to step up in that wide receiver room. Um, I think also you're going to, we just put a lot of trust in Dan Mullen. I think that's maybe you guys agree with me or, or disagree with me, but I think it's um, just trusting that Dan Mullen is able to find what his guys do the do well, what they don't do well, and, and creating game plans on a week-to-week basis to highlight that. So I think I've just learned to trust Mullen in that sense. So you're not going to see Emory Jones throw the ball, you know, 60 times in a game like Kyle Trask was asked to do. Um, so for me, I think you're losing a lot but you, you're, that's why I keep going back to the team's going to look so different this year um, because the skill set and the personnel you have is so different. Yeah, no, I agree 100%. Uh, it'll be interesting to see who steps up, especially at the tight end position. Uh, like you said, All there's right. a, a lot of lost production, but uh, there's also a ton of talent back there. Uh, it's going to depend on you know guys that uh, we've expected and wanted to see a lot of. Uh, your your Rick Wells, your Whittemore, your Copeland. Um, you know, does a guy like Frazier's finally step up, or not finally step up? Does he get the opportunity to step up? And you know, which one of the youngsters gets the opportunity to uh, to beat out a, a more senior person on the team as well? Yeah, I like uh, 
I think Zipper is going to have a sneaky year. That's one of my sneaky guys that to come out and get a whole lot of production. I thought he had some flashing moments. Um, we don't have the, the the tight end that we had last year, but we have some guys that could get some stuff done. I think Zip, Gamble, both will have solid production. The wide receiver room is filthy, but I just think Zip is going to make some plays and be a, a good little release valve for Emory. Yeah, I, he could be. Um, I, I was really encouraged by um, – because it's hard to replace pitch production at tight end. You're not going to just like it's not. Oh, it's yeah. like I said, it's not a one person thing. You need right. you need a couple people. Um, but I think that's why you get like Malik Davis is more in the get him more involved in the passing game. Um, I think why, we need, why do we need Malik Davis more involved in the passing game? We got a million receivers. I think you should stop handing the ball, and but I think he's good mm-hmm. enough to good enough to have his hands on the ball, but not being handed it out of the backfield. So I think you can find him. Um, but is he is he better at lineup receiver than not actual receivers? No, but I think there's there's ways that that uh, that Dan can get him involved without just you know saying hey you're better than Trent Whitmore or or Hendo in the slots so or putting you in the slot. The thing is, I love Malik, but why are we going out of our way to get him involved? Okay, I mean they went out of the way to get him involved as a goal line running back last year. I'm trying to figure out why. <laughs> you let me know when you figure it out. Uh, but but like, just both zip. But I, like, he's not going to. He's what what what's the upper echelon of passes he catches this year? I just don't like twenty five. Like, I think we just need 30? our best. I even need our most explosive. Like our wide receiver room is too good to be lining running backs up. I get sometimes like personnel they can get two running backs on the field to kind of like throw the defense off and then flank mm-hmm. the leak out wide. So I do get that from a, like a, a personnel standpoint. But I don't want that's, that's just thing idea about like moving Malik to like slot wide receiver, and I just don't see that making sense. Not without wide receiver room. Yeah, I think I think I, I think I've said that a bunch. Just trying to figure out how how you how you keep people happy in that in that running back room because there's only there's only one football, only so many plays, and you got a bunch of dudes in there. Yeah, but you can't piss off the wide receiver room trying to make running backs happy either. Someone's gonna be pissed off. <laughs> yeah, I just I mean when you get the ball, make it happen. You know what I'm saying? Like we yeah. always had one football and we had Tim Tebow and Percy Harvin and Lewis Murphy and everybody else on that roster, bro. We had one football, so they'll, they'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. We got a playmakers. Who's got a train? Uh that's a, a boat outside of my window. Tampa's a wild place right now. They're they're celebrating. They're still celebrating the Stanley Cup. They actually just posted a photo of them denting the Stanley Cup. So uh, it's still a party here in uh, in beautiful Tampa. And I'm here with you guys because in the bender. I appreciate you in the bender today, bro. You're you're welcome. Just for you guys. Um, (laughs) I think that bender was just hit. It just hit pause. There's no end. The the movie's still going. We did record early tonight, so who knows? There's still an entire evening ahead of us. So good, good stuff. We'll obviously talk a little bit more about that as we get a little bit closer to uh, the the start of the season. Nick, uh, Brett, before we got on the show today, you mentioned uh, that the FHSAA, uh, which governs the student era, which governs high school sports in the state of Florida, said that there's no name, image, likeness uh, recognition uh, for uh, for high school. Is anything more on that, or do you want to talk briefly about that, or is it just a yeah, they just said uh, if you receive any kind of benefit um, of your name, image, or likeness, you will lose a year of eligibility. Um, 
in the FHSAA. I think it's just another uh, another instance of the FHS FHSAA looking at what the NCAA does and people complaining about what the NCAA does, and they're like, "Yo, hold my beer, watch this." Um, with with the way that everything is changing, it it just seems to me like another way um, that the FHSA is is stuck, you know, stuck in reverse. Um, I think it is probably trickier. There's way more athletes mm -hmm. um, to monitor at that level, um, but you know, it, it's uh, I I just don't get it because now you're you're well, at least at least at least guys in high school have clarity because um, I mean I'm sure. You know, some of these guys, you know, four-star, five-star football players or, or uh, you know, people who have a, a bigger social media following and the chance to monetize their YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, whatever it was, just wanted an answer, whether it was yes or no. Um, so at least they have an answer, even though I don't know if that's the, uh, the best answer that they could have gotten. Yeah, I think that that's going to probably be litigated out as well. Um, I can't think uh, – I'm thinking of a guy maybe like uh, Travis Hunter, uh, you know, five-star guy. You know, I think of a guy named Walter Nolan. I know he plays in Georgia, so let's just use those two as an example, you know, in lieu of, of picking a prospect that lives in the state of Florida. You know, some of these guys that are five-star can't-miss guys being recruited by anybody in the country, uh, do you potentially risk it, make some money, sit out your senior year, train – you know, commit to a program, get access to, you know, whatever the, the coaching staff wants you to work on, get yourself a coach. Is that something that you'd be willing to risk to, uh, to do to maybe make some money in high school? Or, or maybe, you know, one of those guys um, waits until after their football season's over. And, you know, what, what's, what's the FHSA going to do? Ban me for a year? Like my season's over um, mm -hmm. and I'll be enrolling, you know, in a school, um, you know, in either early or, or after. If I'm a five-star kid, like, just reading the room of, like, all this stuff. So, like, I seen one running back already sitting out. He's a pretty highly uh, recruited running back. I think he's going to, like, Bama or some SEC school, but he's sitting out his senior season. If I'm a five-star recruit and FHS saying I can't go make money, but I'm a five-star, so I don't really have to even play football. I could just go train for a year, make money, Mm -hmm. um, work out with pro trainers 24-7 and, and save my body a little bit. I think that's the thing, too. Like I yeah. would try to monetize and Especially just Especially in a position like running back. Well, I think right. even outside of – I think even outside of football, I mean, I think of basketball, right, where a lot of right. these guys are, are highly touted. A lot of them get the opportunity to to play AAU, so you still get yeah. that outlet and they they get the exposure that way. They don't – don't need the high school exposure. Maybe they played a school, uh, a Coral Springs high school, for example, that's maybe not noted for, uh, you know, being a great basketball powerhouse, even though they won a state championship a few years ago, not a big deal. But outside <laughs> of that, um, you know, do you potentially go do something like that makes yourself some money? You know, now you can go to play overseas. You can play in the G league, you know, right out of high school, you know, maybe you see it in some other sports, baseball, right? Maybe, you know, you're a guy that's, that's, you know, a, a top, you know, 10 potential major league baseball player. You play travel ball. Maybe you, maybe you don't play, you, you monetize yourself for, you know, a year, you sit out that, that senior year of, of high school ball. And yeah, I don't think FHS is being smart with the way they're doing things. Cause you just need to try to work with these kids, not, not, not try to get them to find a way to just not play their senior year and scheme the system or maneuver in a different way to like avoid helping local sports and local high schools you know what i'm saying like they just got to find a way to work these kids not work against like the future because this is coming regardless yeah 
That'll be interesting to see what happens and if that gets litigated soon. Let's give a shout out to our friends over at Roof Soldier. So if you need a new roof or if your roof is leaking, maybe your insurance company is asking you to get a new roof or maybe you're looking forward to, uh, to hurricane season in, in preparation for that uh, as we get into the throes of that. Uh, give them a call at one eight seven seven roofs FL again eight seven 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 six six three seven three five or roofsoldier.com. Mention Stadium and Gale, get yourself a thousand dollars off a roof replacement. Again, roofsoldier.com one eight seven seven roofs FL. All right, boys. Uh, Nick, next week, this time, you will be at SEC Media Days. It's my understanding that Florida has not yet announced who they're going to bring. If you were going to bring players to Media Days, I believe they get four. Are you? Who are you bringing? Nick is going to be gone in a second. Right, back in a second. So, who, who do you who do you bring to SEC Media Days? Uh, I like Nick's response. Um, I'm gonna bring Emory for sure. Yep. I like Emory. Uh, trying to think who else on offense with Damian Pierce. Got to bring somebody upperclassman, right? Yeah, maybe an offensive lineman, maybe. I don't think who. No, 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 none of them. 56, just to get the world in the tizzy. The world in the tizzy. He's going to get me in the tizzy. He sent 56 out for a coin toss, <laughs> let alone the media days. Um, I like Emory. <laughs> Give me Damian Pierce. I think that's like I think that's Dan Mullins thing. Going to senior guys, older guys, quarterback makes a lot of sense. Yeah, you want to get his confidence and and you know build him up. I think Emory's ready to talk at media days. He's a mature. I think Kamari Gamble well. might be a guy. No, 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 no. Okay, <laughs> no, no, no. no. I like Kamari, but I don't think that's a guy to go. I think. Um... Going on yours, uh, what you said, I think Emery, because that's your quarterback. I wouldn't be surprised if he didn't bring yeah, Emery, but I think you should bring your quarterback. But I think he'll bring Emery. Yeah, he'll bring Emery I'm going to be a little mad if you don't bring Emery. I think he'll bring Emery, Zach Carter, and Stuart Reese as a six-year guy who was originally committed to him mm, at mm, Mississippi. That's Listen, nasty. It's, not, it's not sexy, but that's your six-year guy. Mm. He's been with you at two schools. No, not, sir. That's not who I would bring. That's my my no. Dan Mullen is not sending no Reese nowhere. Stuart yeah. Reese will be at me. I will watch. riot. <laughs> like they did the Capitol. I will run up on UF campus at the at, at Dan Mullen's office. They send Stuart Reese to anywhere in the media. Stuart Reese bring Delance. I mean, who else do you want? Who's your Who's your third? He's trying to round me up, bro. <laughs> Jaden um, Hill and <laughs> yeah, 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 those, those are your I like Jaden. I mean, be beef with Jaden. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so I think like, I think if I would, if I were going to bring three, I would say like someone like Kair, but that's not like what Dan does. It's like, Hey, like the little no, carrot still, is got, come back. Or, guys. So you can go, yeah, Dean. Trade you go trading, you go Zach. Defense is easy. Cause you yeah, go Malik Davis, maybe, you know, he's you a go. well-spoken, you know, he's talked to the media, you know, fifth, fifth year guy, fifth year. Fifth year on campus, fourth year well, guy. Fifth I think year you, if you're gonna go to running back, you just go Damian Pierce because he's more outspoken. Yeah, but that, that's so they run. He's they not, run it like a, they run it like a, they run it like a Fortune 500 company. And Damian Pierce is a guy who no, after not, a like, game was talking to Edgar about hunting hogs in 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 the woods in Georgia. 
Well, and just and don't like, invite Edgar, not, and you can keep him on point. <laughs> that's yeah, that's, that's, that's not that's problem. not you. You don't want to get you don't want to get that far off. Not a Damian problem. I loved it. I loved it. I would love to have Damian Pierce there because he's fun he's gonna bring the color he's gonna make you laugh he's gonna have great quotes he's gonna have fun with it um but that's why i think you bring someone like Stuart reese he's gonna read but the look company who they've been micing up look who they've been micing up these years though they've been micing up damien every chance they can emory like i think the guys they already mic up and put in front of production and media now be the guys that they take to sec media day you get you get to control what's happening at practice when you're getting that three hours of mic'd up you know, you can stand prep. off on that when, yeah, you still prep, but it's, it, you get asked a bunch of questions for like three hours and Damian Pierce is liable just to like not give you those same answers mm. over and over. Like when Duke Dawson went, it didn't matter what room you're in. I was like, I've heard that answer. And the you other two rooms the, I walked into. Got to tow the company line. I say he brings Emory Jones and Anthony Richardson, just the two of them. <laughs> you got to bring three. Man, what are you doing? You got to bring three. No, I don't. Oh, the so they're just taking three, three players. Then I think it's just Emory and two defensive guys. Yeah, they, you always did. So every every uh, SEC team brings three players and the head coach. So you go Emory, Zach, either Ventrell or Trey Dean. I say Trey Dean probably. Zach is the guy you bring. He um, he's been in front of us a lot in, in the local media. Um, a guy that I think they in their minds will. Not say anything controversial. Represent the university in the right in the right way. And for him, it's good to put him, you know, a, as a senior um, and a guy who's had to play kind of all over. Good to give him some some national exposure because I think he's someone who's kind of flown under the radar in terms of uh, you know just exposure. Mm. When when will we find out? Sure. Um. Probably Thursday. Shoot, I don't I don't know because it, it's Monday, July nineteenth. And uh, Florida will be on in, in front of Mike's. So I'll be up in uh, lovely Birmingham, Alabama. W- wish they would move that thing. Have they Nashville. announced? Have they announced when Florida will be? No. Uh, okay. So we know that Florida is Monday, but we don't know if they're morning or, or afternoon. Uh, Greg Sankey is also Monday, so he goes um, with I think only one team is Greg Greg Sankey, and then one team will make the morning rounds, and then. Uh, the other two teams will go in the afternoon. Uh, I think last time we were there, Florida was again first day and in the morning. Um, I think we'll probably know who Florida is sending Wednesday or Thursday of this week. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll ask around. We'll see if we can do some uh, some breaking news for this podcast. Uh, speaking of breaking news, not sure if it's one hundred percent breaking, but Florida is going to have Friday Night Lights on July thirtieth. Uh, it is their intention to make this a smaller event than normal. Um, I don't know if that's COVID related or not, but just their desires to make it a smaller event than normal. Uh, they plan on having an event Friday night and then doing a cookout type of event on Saturday that might be a little bit more open. Uh, but uh, Florida will be doing uh, Friday Night Lights on July 30th and then an event on July 31st. So which that pull up. You pulling up? Are we, are we, do we have – Invites? Are we uninvited? Are you, we we have invites. I will oh, be out of town, okay. but we have invites, and I can put you in touch with the right people to make sure that you get where you need to be. Yeah, Nick will be touch, where he needs to be, but I'll I'll put you in touch with the right people. Me and Junior pulling up, man. Very good. 
you guys will two thirds of stadium and Gale will be there. You guys can do all sorts of live. Yeah, stuff. Har- Harlem will hold down your spot. Oh yeah. Harlem can fill in for me. I filled in for you on the big three roll up on Thursday. Harlem can fill in for me that week. How about that? There you go. There you go. And you did a great job. Man. Well, I appreciate you. that. I, I got a couple people that are Miami hurricane fans that followed me, told me I did a great job. I said, that was a mistake following me. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> speaking yeah, of recruiting, they, they, they found out real fast how like much of an asshole you are, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of recruiting, we are going to head to a facts only uh, show probably a couple of days after Friday Night Lights. Uh, some things and some dominoes will hopefully have fallen by then. We can talk a little bit about uh, where Florida stands, what the prospects look like, and then what it looks like uh, moving forward for the Gators. So be on the lookout with that. Uh, that again is with Connor from uh, from Rivals as well. Uh, but uh, big news in recruiting: Walter Nolan, big five-star. Uh, defensive lineman out of the state of Georgia has announced that Florida did make, no surprise, his top five. So that news came out, uh, I believe, today uh, on Monday. Uh, all right, boys, buy or sell time. Buy or sell time. And, and you're more than welcome to add any additional ones if you want. Uh, buy or sell. I'm going to go – I'm going to work backwards here. No, I'm going to work forwards because this makes a little bit more sense. Uh, Gators win 10-plus games this season. Buying it. You know I got all the bread. I'm making it rain in here, Nick. Um, man, Nick, Nick Rose, man, I've done this. I've done this before. Give me, you go, you go ahead, Dan. I'm, I'm running through the. I, I'm cheating. I'm pulling it up right now. Um, I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna buy. I'm gonna buy that the Gators get exactly ten wins this season. I think that there's is a that loss in your bowl game or no? No, this is a regular season game. So the the twelve the twelve games, assuming that no games are canceled or anything else, uh, I think the Florida uh, will lose two games. I think that they'll lose uh, one game to one of the uh, the big couple that we talk about, uh, and then there's another toss up game in there. But I think Florida beats LSU. I think that they they run through uh, the rest of the SEC East minus Georgia, leaving Georgia and Alabama as the two two uh, toss-up games, but I think the Florida wins exactly 10 games this season. I'm yeah, not think- losing to Georgia this year. We're going streaking. <laughs> right, right up the straight, right, right to St. John's. We're going to um, quad, baby. Streaking. I'll sell. I'll be the hater. I'll sell. Um, they just, like, Florida just finds ways to lose that stupid game. So I've got Alabama and Georgia as losses, and then you find a way to lose, like, at Missouri in November. Like like a, a cold noon kickoff, uh, eleven a.m. local. You find a way to lose that stupid game. Looking ahead to to FSU. I, I don't think there's any looking ahead to FSU this season. I don't think that's a big game. I don't think that Florida uh, is going to have to worry about FSU or or potentially think about yeah, that. Two snack games on the way out. <laughs> Silk, your thoughts? Yeah, I like I like those for ten plus. Um, I think we beat Joyce. I'm just not buying. Georgia ever finding a real offense. Um, then they're going to always get talent, but I think Dan Mullen's in a groove with play calling and he's gotten that monkey off his back a little bit. So I like us to beat Georgia two in a row, keep that streak going. Um, Bama's the only one that I got us marked down for L. Like, I'm not going to be too unrealistic mm-hmm. here, but everything else is to me. But I even seeing our team get on the field, I think we can win those games. Like, how'd, you write, how'd you write that L down? Is that Sharpie, Pen? Pencil? Dry eraser. Dry erase. Okay. Yeah, for sure. So that's I'm going to wipe it off like, like that's now. A, that's a TBDL. No, no. Yeah. We, the, the week before the game, this is a, a W. But like okay. preseason, we talk irrational a little bit. Um, 
Yeah, I'm gonna say right now I'll mark that on as an L from being rational. But you, the week, you, the week before the game, I have too much honor to, 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 to say a guy's gonna beat me before we play the game. Like like Dan on I'm a Sunday it. afternoon, you're you're letting the beat build until the week of the game when when you wipe off that dry race and you, you yeah. make the LW. Forget what I said all summer. Mm-hmm. That's right. Some things start to change when that beat builds, Nick. You know? Yeah. There's, no, just something, there's just something. There's just something in the air and something in the body that keeps you. You know. Gets the dopamine rushing, you know? I've been, I've been writing my, my prep speech and my podcast speech for the Bama game like for like two months now, man. A lot, a lot of caravan lingo. I'm ready to talk big trash to Bama folks. That's what I'm hearing. We might need, we might need a, silk, a, a new segment during the season. Uh, big sponsorship spot here. A silk pregame motivational speech. Oh, I like it. I like it. Just like silk it, in the man. locker room. Talking to the guys, getting them ready oh, for war. Oh, oh, I, like, I like that idea. Write it, write it up. Runs. He's going to talk about oh, yeah. going to White Buffalo yes, after. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah. Them boys slap different at White Buffalo after the W. You know the vibes, Dan. That's, a, that's a new segment that will be coming <laughs> to you in the fall. I like it. And if you it. own a place in Gainesville and you want the, the buns to slap differently at your establishment, <laughs> feel free to reach out to us. at StadiumGaleBigThreeRollUp.com. Let's do that. At Stadium and Gale. I got uh, all the pregame speeches. My mom might take they might put mine on the plat like they did Tebow's. I can see it. <laughs> put you <laughs> right now. Silk out there. Yeah. <laughs> Throw, throwing one up, you know. Right. It just has one in the air. It's like you know, it's like one of those never-ending torches, like at the Olympics. And it's just <laughs> so with one in the air, it's a never-ending torch. Uh, that's, yeah, a hell of, like, that's a hell of a statue right there. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what a joy. All right, you get eternal flame. <laughs> Sorry, a coughing fit over here. All right, so with that being said, uh, do the Gators then buy or sell? The Gators make the SEC championship. Yeah, we going back to Atlanta, man. Same corner, same time, same bars, same bars. Shout <laughs> to Fado. Shout to Big Sky. What was that place called? Big Sky. That place was yeah. nice. Big Sky, yeah. Oh, yes, man. Dang, the dang. vibes was big in there. You uh, forgot you Rona was out. Night. Park Bar. You guys left bar. a little and early. The, and the then, uh, music quickly, I quickly lost uh, lost control, lost institutional control over that night when you guys left. We forgot Nick. it was a pandemic in there, man. It was Nick, a jam. You, there was, Nick there was got no there pandemic. like five hours after we did, and he's saying we left early, you know? No, 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 no. I'm not the saying audacity. left early. I'm saying I lost, like Mark Rick, I lost control of the program once you guys left. Uh, condolences to Mark. Night, Sorry. yeah, night, uh, night quickly, quickly escalated. In my mind, I was thinking, man, if my wife wasn't here, this would probably get out of hand. But I'm it, glad it she gets, was there and we got out of there. Your your it, wife quickly reminded us that there was a pandemic. pandemic. Yeah, hey, babe, what are you doing? It's like a <laughs> pandemic out here. Like, you're right. Let's go. Yeah, she's staying with her mask on. She's like, all right, boys, it's it's time to wrap this up. But we had a we had a fine cam, you know. It was uh, a whole mess. Camp all weekend. Yeah, that, that entire weekend was like a Where's Waldo of a camp, you know? Yo, yeah. we get up early in the morning, go to the trap museum to do what we got to do. Campus is up there snoring, man. Yeah, we had no, yeah. Idea. We had no, no way to get in, nothing. He, he comes rolling in like, sorry, man, I missed it. It's like, yeah, you did. You, missed you, the whole got, thing. you guys were nice enough to extend the uh, the invitation to the trap house. And I think I woke up and you, like your your day at the trap house was already over by the time I woke up. Yeah, I was man. really appreciative of uh, the late SEC kickoff uh, yeah. after Friday night. Yeah, shout out to Ti for 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 listening to the podcast that day, though. Oh, um, that was dope. That was dope. All right, so Silk, so you got us in the SEC championship. 
Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, I sold, I sold on on ten wins, and and the losses I have are not coming to, um, you know, FAU, USF, or uh, Samford. So that means I've got them, got them marked down for three SEC losses. So that would probably uh, exclude Florida from Atlanta. Your sarcasm is noted. This is also just to get things on record, Nick. Um, I too don't have the Gators making the SEC championship. Um, and then finally. Do you have the Gators making a new like year's, energy on here? <laughs> new Year's six bowl. You'll like this energy. Do you have the Gators making a New Year's six bowl game? I got making the playoffs. I'm with y'all on the day. Of course I do. Yeah. Oh, very good. Nick? Caravan. I mean, all three of all three of your questions. I answered the first one. And it, hey, again, this is for the record, Nick. It you is, put baby in a corner. Well, no, I, I just got the internet myself. To know. I'll contradict myself. Mark me down for a New Year's Six Bowl. Uh, what's not a semifinal? Can I get Can I get down to the Orange Bowl this year? I don't know. Shout I'm out to Ben Chase, who's keeping track of these apparently. Thanks, Ben. So, so Nick has us not winning ten games, not going the SEC championship, but going to a New Year's Six game. Yeah, and he's what am I that, bro? Fervently, he's fervently <laughs> searching the internet. To find out which bowl that, slot I'm the just trying to get to the Orange Bowl, bro. He's just trying to get, get he's just trying to go that? one for three. I'm just, I'm, just, I'm, I'm Nick, hedging bets well here. Go with it, bro. I'm, just, hedging, I'm hedging bets. Yeah, hey, hey, you know, we'll make the smart choice. You'll follow. follow I, I, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm going to be the curmudgeon of the podcast. I might need to lean into it. It's what the gray hair does. I get it. Oh, bro. It's just yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, no just happy to have hair on the head. Just happy to, <laughs> happy to have it on my head. As someone that's losing it, I get it. I get it. I have the Gators going to a New Year's Six game. Not making the SEC championship, but sneaking in at 10-2 and two somewhere. Did you figure out what bowls they are, Nick? No, I wasn't even looking. Oh, very good. All right. That, that concludes this week's buy or sell. So maybe a brunt insurance ad read, then let's get to the Gator news of the week. Shout out to my man Greg and the great folks at Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. The best of the best when it comes to insurance. My man Greg's insurance from the panhandle to the keys. Whether it's life insurance, auto insurance, retail insurance, business insurance. Whatever insurance you may need, renters insurance, my man Greg got you. From the panhandle to the keys, 954-589-2204. Most importantly, it's 2021, so we need websites. Burninsurance.com. Get a guy a call or click. Yeah, that works for you. Yeah, Greg get your was, boat insured before the next boat parade. Here yeah, Greg was probably very happy that you didn't take your boat out. Uh, probably music to his ears that you didn't try to navigate the seas of uh, that boat parade today. I don't think it's uh, I don't think it's Greg's money that he has to dole out if uh, they get into an <laughs> That's true. So that's uh, true. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. mean, I think a premium would probably go up. Greg probably gets kickback on premium prices. So I'm sure he wishes I would be a little bit more reckless on the boats. Never mind. Sorry, Greg. I, I'm, that's conjecture. I'm just guessing here. Just guessing here. All right, let's get to Gator news of the week and baseball news. Back to Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay Rays catcher Mike Zanino former Florida Gator legend and Golden Spikes winner, named his first All-Star game. So shout out to him. Uh, wanted to participate in the Home Run Derby, uh, but was not uh, asked to be invited. So um, to shout out to Mike for making the All-Star game. Uh, Pete Alonzo will be in the uh, 
in the home run derby today. He made the all-star game as well, Nick, or I'm not sure how that works. Do you get invited? To, if you're invited to one, do you get invited to both or how does that work? Uh, I don't think that's how it works. You, you can be picked to be in the home run derby without being in the all-star game. Um, especially if like Pete weren't going to be an all-star, they would have him come back because he's the defending champion. Um, right. but he is an all-star first baseman. Congratulations to Pete Alonzo as well. Uh, in Gators men's and women's basketball, they announced that they are going to do a Jumpman event, a basketball tournament that will be held in December of 2022. Uh, Florida, Michigan, North Carolina, and Oklahoma will be in the inaugural event. So both men's and women's basketball will be participating in that. In men's golf, adding to more honors for him, Ricky Castillo was selected as a ping all-American honorable mention. So congratulations to him. In Gators Gymnastics, Leah Clapper and Megan Skaggs are on the College Sports Information Directors of America. You guys all know them as COSIDA, uh, Academic All-District, number four, at-large first team. That's a lot. That's a, that's a hell of an honor. So they now are going to advance to the national ballot and uh, the national team uh, for academic All-Americans for COSIDA uh, will be announced on August 6th. So congratulations to Leah Clapper and Megan Skaggs. In Gators men's tennis, four Gators, Will Grant, Lucas Grief, Sam Rafis, and Ben Shelton, names that you all have heard, have been named to the 2021 Division I men's ITA scholar athletes and academic All-America teams. This is the, uh, pardon me, and the entire Gators team as well was honored uh, as ITA, ITA uh, All-Academic teams. This is the third year in a row. In order to get that, the team needs to have a cumulative 3.2 GPA or higher, uh, and all varsity letters are factored into that uh, ranking. So congratulations to them. That's their third season in a row. Gators Women's Tennis uh, gets that same honor for the 11th straight year. And in volleyball, USA uh, Volleyball has announced that incoming freshman Gabby Essex earned a spot on the roster uh, for the FIVB Women's Under-20 World Championships. So give our, so congratulations to Gabby Essex. Give her a shout-out, uh, but congratulations to them. And with that, that is your Gators News of the Week. that time of year normally your gator news of the week is longer but uh i guess we'll have the uh the olympics coming up soon and then uh football season like the start for me at least i don't know if it's the same for you guys the uh, sec media day is like the unofficial kickoff for football season because then like two weeks a week later you get um a week or two weeks later you get um camp starting and then once camp starts you know that means like five weeks until football so getting into it yeah, a lot of a lot of Gators uh, in a lot of different sports and a lot of different countries are representing uh, their teams in the Olympics. Next week, uh, I'll do the best that I can to get as most comprehensive of a list as possible so we can cheer them on and we can write about it and talk about it and follow them and cheer them on and all that kind of fun stuff. Yeah, so, get, I missed all that. I was trying to get Connor, man. We need to talk a little recruiting. I got some questions. I need the insiders from the rivals, folks. Hey, I know you don't know Nick, so I gotta ask Connor, bro. You ain't got this. You're not on this free level like that. No, I don't. I don't got the juice like that. It's all good. We got CJ coming on. We got an empty couch right now. 
Uh, well, Connor's going to be joining us. Uh, talking a, a little bit about recruiting. All right. I got to start like doing tricky things with my name. I like what he did with the CJ right there. Shout out to I that. like that. What's up? Okay. I like I like the way you spell CJ there. That's unique. Getting into oh. your creative bag. Appreciate it. Yeah, Connor, that's a hell of a shirt you got on there, but shout out to Annie. Oh yeah, shout out to Andy <laughs> for the, uh, to Andy. the black dress. Bro, the, the money he could have made last year if they could do an NIL on that shit, bro. Oh, bro, he would have made bank. I mean, he's he's not, he's making pretty good money now. So. You know what? It's oh, yeah, yeah. he's not missing it, but I'm just saying. <laughs> it's been a couple months. I, I still haven't seen Kyle Trask out and about here in Tampa yet. Uh, and I've been around. I've been yeah, around. that's probably, I, been probably for the best there, Dan. Yeah. Dan, I don't think he goes to discos. <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah. he's more of a, a a country bar. Maybe he'll maybe he'll run into him at like Staggers or something. Dan is normally a country bar guy. He's just like lately he's been on this bender. He's just doing discos. I see that. <laughs> the silence is deafening, Dan. The silence is no, Daniel. Uh, he's Mister Rebuttal. He don't have shit to say. That's crazy. I'll tell you what. We fi- um, we finally we finally got Dan <laughs> not to say something. That's it. Doesn't happen often, Connor. All right, brother. Um, wow, what a great moment. I'm marking that down on my calendar. <laughs> that's right. Um, all right, Connor, brought you on, talked a little bit of recruiting. Uh, Walter Nolan announces Gators in his top five. We have- also announced a Bama visit, man. What's going on, man? Shit, man. That's uh, – I think that's dad. I don't care who it is. What's up with us? I think, I think like, that's dad trying to up the bag. Up the bag? Okay, so are we going – like, what are we doing? We all spend money now, so what's up? <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Yeah, you need, let's find out what it is. We ain't got to do secret bag stuff no more, man. Tell tell Walter Nolan we can negotiate. Publicize. Not man. me and him, but, you know, like <laughs> – <laughs> you know? So what do you think is going to happen here with Walter Nolan, bro? What's your if take he, right now? If he was deciding today, I would say Florida. But the longer it stretches out, the worse I feel about Florida's chances. Is his timeline changing? Not as far as I know. Um, I mean, from what I heard, he wants to be committed before his senior season. He doesn't really like the whole recruiting process that much from what I've been told. So he, he wants it to be over with. But uh, people around him are kind of stretching everything out. I mean, obviously, there's something going on because I mean, we always we all from the, the the Twitter and the recruiting streets. So whenever there's a kid that maybe some smoky or whenever the staff feels a little shaky about something, they send other recruits. So the the players on the team, other and other commits, kind of reaching out to Nolan on the timeline this past week, kind of got my attention. A guy that's not really paying a lot to Twitter these days, um, that got my attention. Like, what the hell's going on? Yeah, Gravon Dester's been real. Uh real vocal with Walter Nolan on the timeline, just trying to make sure that he's, he's, he's known that he's wanted at Florida. And I mean, if anybody's going to be a good recruiter, it's going to be Gravon. He was a former five-star that started out early committing to Florida, stuck through with the whole process, got recruited hard by, by Georgia, other schools as well, but mostly Georgia on that one. Um, so, I mean, he's a kid that recruits hard and I've never really seen current players recruit the way that the, the, that class is for Florida right now. I mean, Zach Carter was pretty vocal uh, as a current player, but these kids now, Kamar Wilcoxon, Gravon Dexter, Donovan McMillan, Chief Borders, all those guys, uh, they're real vocal on a timeline. They're real big into trying to recruit kids to come play with them. Um, and that's huge. I mean, I think that helps out a lot in the recruiting class, but of course the coaches have to close. 
All right, Connor, who else? Uh, we've got Friday Night Lights, July 30th. Who else is on the uh, potentially commit watch? Who else will we be looking out for? we got a few decisions coming up, right? And what's, what the hell is taking Gibbs so long? Um, I've heard various different things with regards to Gibbs. I don't really want to say anything because I don't want to put misinformation out there. I do know that he's supposed to be committed before the – he was supposed to be committed before the end of June. Mm. We're talking. Um, let's, 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 let's uh, educate the, the average listener that don't know who we're talking about. Sometimes we get comfortable and just say Gibbs. Yeah, yeah, I got you. Um, so Terrence Gibbs, uh, four-star running back from Orlando, Florida, Winter Park High School, um, missed his whole junior season due to a torn ACL. There were questions with regards to his knee having nerve damage. Mm. Um, from what I had, from what I understood, there wasn't any nerve damage. But then, there, like I said, there's a lot of misinformation flying around right now um, as far as that goes. Uh, there's been people saying that Florida wants him on campus to work out at Friday Night Lights to see how the knee's holding up. And then I've heard other things where that's not the case. So, like I said, I don't want to say one thing and be wrong. Um, but he's a kid that's supposed to be up there for Friday Night Lights. Uh, I would expect him, if he's not committed beforehand, to be committed after the camp if all goes well. Um, a couple other names to watch for. Um uh, another kid from Orlando, offensive lineman Leighton Nelson from Boone High School. Uh, he had initially had a commitment date set of July 4th. Pushed that back. I talked to him yesterday or the day before. Um, he's going to be at Friday Night Lights uh, to visit the Gators and told me he will be committing the week after uh, at the latest. So he wants to get his recruitment process over with before the start of his senior season as well. And he is a three-star offensive tackle for those worried about the offensive line. And what, what was this kid again? Who, who did you say? Leighton Nelson. Nelson. Uh, okay, okay. Yeah. Just, okay. Orlando, Florida, Boone High School. My wife's alma mater, so she'll be real happy if he becomes a Gator. Oh, that's what's, a your, what's your – That's uh, a hell of a looking mullet that he has. <laughs> it's, it's a wild mullet. He looks on the slender side. What is, what is your um, – what do you like about his film? You like it at all? No yeah, project, like his, it looks like. I like his film. He's not, obviously, like like we've discussed in the past, he's not an instant impact offensive tackle that you need in this class, like a Tyler Booker, Drew Shelton, somebody like that. He's a slender kid, about six foot five, six foot six, <laughs> 270 or so pounds. Uh, he moves really well, uh, shows good mobility in his film. Uh, so he's he does a good job getting downfield, making blocks. He plays at a school that doesn't really pass a lot, so I don't know how good his pass sets are. Um, I'd like to see a little bit more in that, and I think Florida wants to see that as well at Friday Night Lights, see how he does. Um, they've, they've brought him up for a workout, I think, early in July too, or not in, in July, I'm sorry, in June, um, and they offered him shortly after, so they obviously liked what they saw, um, but another kid that that is not – I mean, he's one of those kids that's a project offensive tackle that we see Hevesy take consistently and not one of those instant impact guys that we've yet to see him land. Hmm. Who else besides Terrence Gibbs do you see at running back? I know Florida's looking to potentially take two. Jalen Glover. Jalen Glover would be the other running back that I would right. say Florida has the best shot in landing. He was going to commit in July, decided to push that commitment back until after he visits Florida for Friday night lights or a day or two before. I can't remember what his date is. Um, he's going to be up there at the end of July though. Um, and I think as far as that goes, he's going to be the second running back in Florida's class kid grew up a Florida fan. Uh, he's a little on the smaller side, 
I did get the chance to see him in person uh, this last year. He's on the year. short side, but he's pretty thick, Paul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me rephrase yeah. that. He's on the short side. You're right. Um, hmm. But I did get a chance to see him in person this last year. Uh, he's he's a fantastic running back. Has really good balance. Shows great vision. Um, I just don't think he has that breakaway speed that you look for in an SEC running back. And like right. I said, he's he's short. He's about five eight. I don't know. We have him listed at five nine. I don't even know if he's that. I think he's probably about five eight, but he's he a is bowling ball. He's like he is Maurice every bit of like one hundred and ninety five pounds. So. Right, he's he's like Maurice Jones Jewish uh, bowling ball. He breaks a lot of tackles. He does. Uh, he does. He got some big runs on there, but he's not. He doesn't have breakaway speed, but he's also not very slow. But he's like a bowling ball running back, like a change of pace guy. Um, we don't have anything like that on our roster, so it's a little different. Uh, he goes to Lake Gibson. Does he help with McCall getting that back in the fold? Or are we just kind of done there. No, that ship's pretty much sailed. McCall was gotcha. not happy with how Torian Gray left Florida, um, and he took that very personally for whatever reason. So I don't think it has anything to do with him. There is a 2023 prospect at Lake Gibson that Florida's really in it for, and mm-hmm. that's uh, Cormani McLean, five-star cornerback. Right. Um, and he's he's somebody that uh, is friends with J- Jalen Gibson, so that might help with Cormani down the line, but it's not a play for anybody in the 2022 class. You meant Glover. Did I say, Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Jalen Glover. I apologize. Gibson, all these Jadens and Jaden. Jaden and Jalen. Yeah. It's it's a lot. We're going to talk about his offensive tackle. I'm ready. I'm ready. I got some health slander, man. What are we going to do? It's up to you. You want to talk about it now? (laughs) You know what, Silk, now's as good a time as any. <laughs> <laughs> Who is this uh, Nito fellow from Allen, Texas? Nito. 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 You talk about U- IMG. U- U- Go ahead. Talk about U- Nito. M-E-O Zulu. About the uh, North American Treaty Organization? What? Uh, no, Nito. N-E-T-O. <laughs> not, not, uh, not NATO. Not NATO. Who? Uh, oh, the uh, this kid that's uh, yes, four star offensive tackle. He's a friend of Nick Evers. Uh, Corey got to speak to him at Future Fifty. Uh, I don't really know how good Florida's chances are with him. I don't know much about the kid at this point. Uh, he does plan on visiting Florida in the future, but uh, as far as that goes, we're we're pretty in the dark as far as that kid's recruitment is right now. Sure. So the guy we're talking about, of course, is Nato Umezio Zulu, of course. Oh, I like so, that pronunciation. That was very good. Damn. You navigated through that well. Impressive, Dan. Thank you. Jeez, uh, last please. week I struggled with a uh, former Florida Gators catcher. You could have um, drove the boat through that river. Oh, now, Marco Savari? Like, I remember that. Yes. 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 That was you know, excellent. Connor, it's easy if you know how it's pronounced and you come on the show. Um, so uh, 158 ranked overall in the 247 composite. Uh, number seven uh, interior offensive lineman, uh, ranked number 30 overall in the state of Texas, 6'4", 285 pounds. Uh, Connor, next time we uh, are on the show, we can talk a little bit more about him. Don't want to uh, put that on you uh, right now. Pause. Um, <laughs> and then uh, I, wanted, I wanted to ask about uh, EJ Lightsey, uh, okay. linebacker out of Georgia. Uh, some some more discussion about him potentially uh, coming to the uh, University of Florida, um, looking at FSU, Georgia Tech, uh, a few other schools. Uh, what about him? Um, I know that he's uh, visited a, a couple of weeks ago, maybe last month or last month. Uh, how does Florida stand in there, their chances to get him? 
I think if they're not the leader, they're in the top two or three in that recruitment. But I do think Florida has the best chance to land that kid right now. Uh, he's a three-star prospect, uh, I think, on all sites. But he's a kid that when you watch his tape, he just finds a way to get around the ball. I uh, do like him a lot. I think that he's a player that will be very good at Florida if he does indeed become a Gator uh, maybe a couple of years from now. He's not your Sean Murphy where he's a five-star that's going to be an instant impact kind of kid. But to pair him with someone like Shamar James in the linebacker room, I think would be a very good class. Yeah, I like I like the kid. He flies around a little bit. Let's talk about the elephant in the room, man. I'm ready to fire fire heavens here already, man. Ty, we good with Tyler Booker? You've been promised me Tyler Tyler Booker, IMG four star offensive tackle. Um, a kid we need for this class. We need a book in. We haven't landed one since Dan Mullen got here, really. It's time to get that guy. So what's up? We good? <laughs> Um, you can keep looking for that bookend offensive tackle because oh, from what I've heard after visits, uh, I mean, going into visits and after Florida's visit, it looked like it was going to be a Florida-Georgia battle uh, for the young man. Now after visits, uh, it looks like it's going to be between Bama and Georgia. Uh, kids spoke highly about Florida for a long time, but recruiters recruit, and it looks like that the schools that usually went out for a player like Tyler Booker are going to win out for a player like Tyler Booker again this year. I mean, eventually, like, the excuses about Bama playing people are going to end, right? Mm. Like, you can't I mean, use that really no more, right? Yeah, you can't really use that excuse anymore. You got a kid like Evan Neal who was at IMG Academy a few years back that played as a freshman. He didn't start at tackle, but he played guard. And – that's happened with several of uh, Alabama's top on offensive tackles. Alex Leatherwood played at guard before he moved outside to tackle. Evan Neal did the same thing. And then they've got a kind of a pipeline with IMG offensive tackles at Alabama with Evan Neal, J.C. Lathan, and now if they land Tyler Booker, that'll be the three top offensive tackles at IMG the last three years. Mm. I'm noticing a trend, Connor. I think, I think it's more than just a trend now. It's, it's pretty mm. much a habit. I mean, it's going to get out. Like, I, I just want to end, like, the excuses of, like, just Bama out there. Bama just spends more money on their program, top to bottom. And it's a professional outfit. It ain't them just paying athletes. It ain't that simple. But like, the athletes, see the, they see the, 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 the outfit. They pull up. They see Alabama as a whole record label staff and crew. And they're like, yo, we like what's going on here, man, period. It ain't got nothing to do with the bags, bro. Yeah, I, mean, I think it'd be cool to win a national championship or play for one consistently. I think it'd be oh, just cool go to win. like you see well, the investment. Cool three three out, out of the four years, years you're there. You see, it ain't just the winning. It's the program spends money. They invest in the kids. They invest in the football program, and you see the money when you walk on campus. Like kids appreciate that, man, and like they see where the money going. Yeah, you'll spend all the money you can to make me a better athlete and invest in me, and that's just sells. Who's the Suge Knight of the Alabama? You already know who Suge is. So, so, so if I'm if I'm trying to take a visit after committing, I'm getting Nick Saban's holding my ankles over the balcony. Absolutely, Connor. <laughs> no, <laughs> Connor. No, he's been in those cars. Never mind. Whatever. Yeah. Speaking I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, Corey. So, so turn state and Connor. Connor nah, ran away. Oh, oh my All goodness. of a sudden now, Connor, you're you're the one that's silent, huh? 
Yeah. <laughs> well, my, my, how the turntables, Connor. My, how the turntables turn turntables. How the turntables. All right. Turn oh, tables. my goodness. It, bro, it's an office reference. Come on. You guys know that. All right. Yeah, so, yeah. speaking of five stars and, and never landing them on the offensive line, Florida is in the mix for two. Uh, Evan Stewart and Kamari Wilson. Evan Stewart, the five-star wide receiver. Kamari Wilson, the uh, the safety. Uh, what are you have them in Florida's class in February? As of right now, I would have Evan Stewart in Florida's class. I'm not sure about Kamari Wilson. Kamari is somebody that likes Florida a lot, but when Ron English was at Florida, he didn't recruit him for whatever reason. <laughs> um, so with Wesley McGriff <laughs> now. <laughs> with uh, with Wesley McGriff now on staff, he's done an excellent job of prioritizing Kamari, gotten Florida back into the picture, back into his recently released top six. I think Florida's probably in his top three or four. Uh, it's going to be hard to beat out Georgia. Georgia's done a great job of prioritizing him from the very beginning. But I think if Florida, the longer it stretches out in this case, I think Florida has a better chance uh, because if he commits soon, I think it's Georgia. Um, now, like you said, with Evan Stewart, I do think Evans, uh, Florida is the leader for Evan Stewart at this time. Florida's done a fantastic job recruiting him. They've done a great job of selling what Billy Gonzalez has been able to do the last few years, sending so many wide receivers to the league. And then he already has that chemistry with quarterback commit Nick Evers with them being seven on seven teammates. Real quick, what's Evan Stewart's uh, decision timeline? He had mentioned something between July and August. I don't know if that's changed now. Uh, another right. one of those kids that kind of wanted to get it out of the way before the season started. It could change, but that's what I had heard most recently. And like everybody else, if it changes, I don't like our chances. If he commits this summer, I like our chances right now. Right? I agree. I agree. So if, yes. if he scratches it out and we're not aggressive to, to, to like hold him to the fire a little bit, I don't like our chances. But we should have Jaden Gibson's uh, decisions as well. So we got a few that's coming up. Yeah, there's several big-time prospects on Florida's boards that are supposed to be committing before the season starts. Um, typically, you'll see a lot of big-time prospects wait. But for whatever reason, this cycle, a lot of the big kids want to get that decision out of the way early. Florida's, like I said, got Jaden Gibson, uh, Evan Stewart, Walter Nolan, Tyler Booker. Um, all those kids are all planning – from what we've heard recently to commit before the season starts. So whether you land them or not, you'll kind of have an idea of where you need to adjust your board headed forward before early signing day in December. I like it. Uh, well, you like, you like where we stand with Jaden Gibson? I do. Yeah. Um, I think he's a kid, uh, another Orlando area kid. Orlando's got a lot of good talent this Shout year. Out to the four seven in my second career. Yes, sir. Yeah, I've been a Wall Street, a lot of talent. Um, yeah, but uh, Orlando's got a lot of good talent this year. Um, that the Gators are really recruiting hard, like we said, Terrence Gibbs, Jane Gibson, Leighton Nelson, a um, couple others uh, as well. But those are the big names. Um, but there, Jaden's a, a kid that had initially said he wanted to make a decision early July. That's since been pushed back. Um, I know Georgia just recently offered, and he's. He's given them a hard look, but I think Florida is far and away the team to beat right now, and they just have to find a way to close. I like it. I like it. I like it. Um, decisions is coming up. Georgia just offered recently. I like them just throwing their hat in there. So when we win this one, you know, quick little win. But they got into this one late. Uh, yeah, y'all got y'all got any more questions? Uh, 
there's there's one more um connor you might have missed him you've, you've named a thousand names uh, so far you might not have missed him i might have missed him. pardon me uh there's a, another player that I'm, I'm hearing out of Ocala uh, from Forest High School, uh, Jamarian Burt. Uh, it looks like Florida's – oh, I already got <laughs> – I'm an idiot. Never mind. Um, I know that he's already committed Committed a couple weeks ago. Uh, I knew we talked about the name sounded familiar. But um, where does he project? Does he project at wide receiver for the Gators? Or um, where does Florida ultimately see him? No, Florida took him as a defensive back. Okay. Um, he had a private workout with Jules, I think middle of June. Um, and he really liked what he saw. And apparently most of the other staff liked what they saw as well. So they took his commitment. Um, I was pretty upfront about it on our, on our message boards where I thought Bert was somebody that they could have waited on uh, until maybe November, December and taken his commitment at that time yeah. because of what I've seen on film doesn't really jump out to me. Um, now, like I said, they saw him in person. He could be much better than what his junior film showed. And we could see that in his senior film when he plays this year. But from what I've seen that's readily available to the public, I think he's a kid that they could have waited on. Yeah. Okay. Dude, was that really a take or did like, like what happened? And it happened a little weird. I didn't know like if like, there was some rumors about Jules may not have been given the green light on that. That's just an overall weird take, especially because we had a little momentum at the time. Yeah. What is what is what's coming from that side? Like everybody was on board with that. I honestly can't give you a yes or no on that. Uh, I know, obviously, Jules wanted him, so he took him. Dan Mullen right. retweeted the commitment tweet, so um, that's kind of him acknowledging the commitment. Now, whether it's just him doing that to not ruin a kid's moment and it's a kind of a Jeremiah Johnson situation like we had a few years ago where right. they kind of let him stay committed and then maybe he's somebody that doesn't end up in the class. I'm not, I'm not sure on that, but uh, as far as I know, they've taken him and, and he's in the class and that's what it is as of today. For shizzle. I didn't see a chosen few 22. So I was a little confused. I like it. We out of here. Hey, Connor, man, appreciate you for hanging out with us. Tell people where they can find you at, my brother. Hey, you got a suit, man? Yeah, man, I got a suit ready for ready for the bubbles and bow ties. Oh, so um, I got a suit. But yeah, you yeah. Penny? No, no, no. Uh, men's Warehouse, tailored. Hmm. Oh, okay. Uh, he know a guy named Ralph from Hong Kong if you need a guy named Ralph. <laughs> Andy, his, his name's, name's Andy. 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 Oh, oh, shit, Andy. Andy. Please respect <laughs> Andy from Hong Kong. <laughs> How you get Ralph from Andy? I don't know, nobody, man. Uh, nobody knows. Cush is big. <laughs> I appreciate the guy next to him in the call center is Ralph. Oh, man. All right. No, but I appreciate you guys having me on. Always a good time talking Florida recruiting and Florida football. Um, I write for Gators Territory with Nick at Rivals.com. Um, and then my Twitter handle is CJ underscore Clark one. Gang, gang. Gang, gang. Bro, you You're just good. booted the Hong Kong Andy sponsorship. Just booted <laughs> My it. bad, man. His man's Ralph is probably excited, though. <laughs> Ralph's, probably. <laughs> Ralph's probably like the seamstress sitting in the back. On the <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, man, that's <laughs> wild. <laughs> Damn, somebody shouted me out. <laughs> yeah, I was going to tell my boy Andy to listen to our podcast, but I'm going to tell him to cut it off right around a, an hour and 27 <laughs> minutes. I'll be yeah. like, hey, we, we just lost signal after that. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. All right. Connor, we appreciate it, my dude. We'll see you in a couple of weeks. Yeah, I appreciate y'all. See you in a little bit. All right. Bye.
Silk, speaking of losing sponsorships, uh, why don't you shout out a sponsorship <laughs> we haven't lost and uh, our friends over at Manscaped? Oh, man, this is my favorite ad read. Man, I get a lot of DMs and a lot of compliments about this ad read, man. The people love it. It's a, it's a fan favorite. Shout out to the great folks at Manscaped.com for taking care of my balls. <laughs> we laughing at Nick. That was Dan. That was me, and I'm putting myself on mute. Take care of your balls, too, bro. You should thank these people for taking care of your balls. You do a better job than my wife. Shout out to the great folks at Manscaped. If you if you need <laughs> oh my god if you need any uh, man grooming, uh, Manscaped is the place to go. They got the lawnmower 4.0. You can run that thing in the shower. You can run it outside in your car. If you're if you're in a rush and you're heading to work and you're just like you know I need to trim up real quick. As long as you're charged up, you got the LED light. You can do it in the dark as well, man. Smooth as a baby's. Bottom is my balls right now because of lawnmower 4.0 and shout out to the great folks at manscaped.com. I had to sharpen up the nostril hairs, put the weed whacker to work this weekend, got the ears cleaned up. I'm dapper and ready to go for bubbles and bow ties. Thanks to manscaped.com for getting these balls right, my nostril right, and my ears right. Ready to party, ready to dance. Make sure I wait the order in that day so I can break dance like Dan and not be all sweaty between the thighs. Mm. Manscaped.com, coupon code SG at checkout for 20% off and free shipping. You're- keep, doing, keep doing the ad read like that, and we'll be doing Hotels.com. When That's you right. make a bad ad read and your <laughs> wife listens to the podcast, we got a room for you. Uh, you know, sometimes you got to give, give Yelp reviews, bro. Oh, boy. <laughs> no, my wife's, not shaving, my wife's not shaving my balls, bro. Oh, you got, is, your, is your girl shaving your balls, Nick? No, no. You see, so Manscaped is doing a better job than your girl too. Mm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, that's Ooh. logic that you just can't. Nick, Nick's now <laughs> speechless too. You know. You see, everybody. Yeah. That's the name of this show is speechless. Can't fight the logic there. Hotels.com, come at me. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. Yeah, that's it. All right. <laughs> and so, that's the show. Yeah, so uh, you did such a fantastic. We're job. all gonna be in a hotel. <laughs> you, you, you did such a fantastic job with that read. Uh, let's give you the song of the week. Got you, man. Shout out to my uh, dad for liking the song that I picked last week. That was pretty cool. Didn't think that that was going to happen. Shout out to Pops pulling up. Shout out to Chuck. Oh, let me get some Wiz Kid, man. Wiz Kid, Damian Marley, blessed. Big vibes. Same corner, same time? Same corner and same time. Already. Already. See you boys next week. Year. I do what make me happy and nobody can deny me that I'm blessed
might be rough around the edges, maybe yes I keep it nappy and I do what make me happy And nobody can deny me that I'm blessed Self-preservation, self-elevation These kind of these days deserve celebration No hesitation, no reservation Go for the big leagues, no relegation Let's celebrate life, kick back and take five And give thanks to the source that create life To see a sunset or see a sunrise And see my son born with these same eyes To see my son smile bright in every grey sky He's growing so fast, that's why every day I Give it 100, now stop at 90 Praise the Almighty, the Father and 90 feeling blessed, oh Say to my guys, It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? 
I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At ChumbaCasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.